Blog Talk Radio. and welcome to Leading Life Large. My name is Rob Braun and I'm here to join you Monday morning, February 15th, 5 a.m. here in Southern California for Leading Life Large, where I invite you to ask the question for yourself, am I living my life full on? I'm going to ask myself the question this morning, yes, I am. And one of those indicators is ask yourself throughout the week and each day, are you doing something unreasonable? Are you doing something in your business or in your personal life that others are not willing to do? Whether it's to go for a run in the rain. I got a uh, Facebook message the other day, someone who got up and and got their two miles in, even though it was raining like crazy down here. Something crazy, something a little unreasonable, something that most others wouldn't do. Um, So I invite you to do that. I invite you to take a look at where, uh, where you stand way too reasonable in your business and in your life. And I believe that's how we really live our life big is when we get unreasonable with what we're doing. Well, I want to wish everyone a, a happy Monday morning. It is a uh, day after Valentine's Day. And um, it seems like there's uh, people on two sides of the fence with Valentine's Day. They either dig the holiday or they can't stand it. And we pretty much know what that means. It's either a painful reminder of uh, what isn't or what was and uh, or... Um, a wonderful reminder of, of what is happening right now. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about relationships today. And, and uh, my wife and I had a wonderful, wonderful day yesterday, um, Valentine's Day, and it was a wonderful day to reflect on for us, very literally. Um, that was first kiss six strong years ago. And uh, so we, we spent a quiet evening and... Um, didn't battle the uh, the restaurants or the wineries and and going out and doing that. She's a great great cook, and uh, we enjoyed ours at home. I'll talk a little more about her and I later, and and uh, I want to talk about want to talk about the relationships that we have out in our our business world. Um, if you're if you're running a business or you're a person who's got to go out and meet people regularly to promote your business and and um, create relationships and network, and then you know relationships is a huge part of your business. And I know that as I'm out and about, and I, I, I notice that I pay real close attention to how I am in relationship to others. Um, and I know we're all trying to, as we're in, in business and we're networking, we're all trying to make good impression out there. We're trying to be somebody that someone else is going to want to do business with, and and not just for the business sake itself, but for but the relationship part of the business. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and and one of the things I know that has become so so important to me, and I'm real sensitive to, is when I get that people are working a bit hard, or crossing the bounds of being sincere and genuine in the relationship and and crossing those bounds to working so hard that they're they're losing a little bit of themselves in that, that they're trying so hard to get the relationship that it's becoming ingenuine, insincere. And I think 
pretty sensitive to that. But the reality is relationships do take a lot of work out there. And, and when, we, when we first um, encounter someone and we make agreements or agreements to follow up and, and do that, how important it is to honor the relationships and to do that. Um, and I know for me there's, uh, and it's a tough one sometimes in business, where, um, where we have to make sure to spend a certain amount of time with all the relationships, and it's, it's a time-consuming deal. It's a very tough one. And I'm only really learning how to utilize the, the Facebook and the Twitter and, and all those social networking tools to stay in regular relationship with a lot of the connections that I've made. And, and it's also very, very important to uh, pay attention to the, the relationships that I am most definitely dealing with on a daily, a regular basis. Those of you that are working in companies, whether it be your company or working in, in an organization with others, how important it is that we, we take a look at the relationships that go on around us and really pay attention to them. And when I say pay attention, I, I mean to really look at are the, are the relationships working? Are they um, feeding us and, and in relationship? Are we doing good things together? Or are the relationships hurting? Are the relationships uh, taking away from? I was recently invited to an organization where I delivered a workshop on generational diversity. And I got to tell you, I'm still so struck by in the corporate world and in sometimes the government world. I work with a lot of government organizations as well how much dysfunction there is in relationships still going on out there, how much battling there is between management and non-management, uh, how much battling there is between the, the uh, different areas of diversity. And generational is a, is a big, big, big one. How much misunderstanding there is of the generations and misunderstanding the people that we're working right next to. I'm talking about the collective we and how much unwillingness there is to learn about the people and be in good relationship there is. And so part of what I'm going to be inviting you to do today and this week as you kick off your week, and that is to take a look at your relationships. Take a look at uh, how you're doing them. Are you, um, how, are you bothering to get to know who the people are that you're working with and who the people are that you're doing business with on a regular basis? Are you really taking care of the relationship? And like I said, I, I say I'm still struck by it. I guess I maybe I shouldn't be so surprised because um, there's so damn much fear going on out in the world. But there is so much fear going on um, in the workplace. And, and um, when we're talking about being relationship with others, that uh, there's oftentimes this lack of a cooperative spirit. And, and I'm telling you, I don't care if, if the relationships are strained at work or if it's relationships in your personal life that are strained, it's going to impact your productivity, uh, whether it be for your business or the business you're working for. And it's so important that we really do nurture those relationships, that we, we pay attention to where they're not working. You know, when, um, when I was going and doing the generational workshop, which, by the way, after I went and did that workshop, they realized, we have a whole bunch more diversity issues we need to deal with. So I'm going to go back and do some other diversity awareness work with them. And, and that really is all about relationships. Relationships and, of course, communications are, are at the core of any relationship. 
Uh, but when I was in there, I was thinking about when I was a young man and, and learning about um, taking, taking my psychology classes and sociology classes. And Eric Erickson was a favorite of mine. And I know I've maybe mentioned him before uh, for others out there who, who know me. If I've gotten spoke to your organization or or um, just about any presentation, you know, sometimes there's a piece of what he has to offer that is so pertinent because one of the things that, that Eric Erickson did when he when he um, uh, he was a behaviorist, and he not only took a look at how we developed as children, but he took a look at how we developed as adults. And the, his big thing, especially from from middle to, you know, um, I'll say young, young to middle adulthood, his big thing was relationship. And he actually took, he, he uh, looked at, we, he believed that we developed in three different areas as adults. And the first one being what he called... And he used contrast for everything in, in all the stages of development. But that first area of adulthood, he called it isolation versus intimacy, or the other way around, intimacy versus isolation. And he was talking about how he learned to, he learned to be in relationship with others or, or the, the ultimate extreme is where we just be alone because we don't know how to do relationship. And we learn how to, how to be in relationship with one another. We learn how to give to the relationship. We learn how to learn about ourselves in the relationship. Because it's impossible for us really to find out who the heck we are without being in relationship with others. And the, the, the stage that always strikes me the most that he talks about is, the, is that second stage of what we call middle agehood. Um, whatever, it's not necessarily an age, but it, it most definitely is a separation of generation. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm, as I'm speaking about this, I want you to think about your work world, your business world, your networking world. And he, that stage he talked about, he talked it, he described it as generativity versus stagnation. And what he meant there was, it's as we as we get older and we're no longer that young new generation. Which for those of us that are the well, we're the baby boomers um, on the young end of that, or we're on the uh, um, the generation Xers. I'm I'm kind of on the old end of that, but that's the the, the peer group, if you will, that I relate most to how it is that we relate to the younger generation, the youngest, our Y generation, our millennials, and how it is that we are accepting or not accepting what they're bringing into the world. And so what Eric Erickson talked about, when he talked about generativity versus stagnation, and that is that as the, as the younger generation is coming in, are we welcoming them in with open arms? Are we welcome, welcoming them in with the gifts that they have to offer, the uniqueness from their perspective because of their generation and the influences of their peer group. Are we bringing them in? Are we saying, welcome, come on board? Um, you know, you're strange and I don't understand your music or your tattoos or all that stuff, but that's cool and come on in and please bring your wares, bring your gifts, bring your talent. Is that what you're doing with those younger generations or are you having a difficult time accepting the fact that there is such a different generation and wanting it to conform to yours, your beliefs, your uh, values? And what ends up happening is that creates a lot of conflict if, if we are not accepting how different the other generations, and, and gang, this can go across cultures out there. So as we're in business, as we're working out there, whether the people that we're working with or the people we're networking and trying to get business with, 
how good are we at looking at the differences and wanting to go beyond that? And I don't mean to completely ignore the differences, because then we, we dishonor the, the uniqueness, I guess, if you will. But how important it is that we look, look past the differences to be able to come together and look at what's possible. All too often, I have seen fear, and that's what I'm going to suggest that it is, driving, is that fear is what keeps us out of good relationship with a lot of the people that we either work for or we're seeking to work with and either expand our business. It's impossible to do this without being in good relationship. Now, your business may be, um, you may be selling a product out there. You may be selling some type of service out there. Um, you may be um, working with more internal customers as opposed to external customers. That's cool. And it's important that in order to be able to conduct a good business out there, we've got to be in good relationship with those that we've been working with or we're trying to conduct business with. And I would invite you this week and even today as you're going out there to ask yourself, you know, am, am I in good relationship? Or is fear dominating, you know, what, uh, how I am relating to others? And then we, we can get way into what the heck the fear is about. But mostly it's about, I believe it's so much about what we don't know what we don't know and what we don't understand, maybe what we're having to give up in this, and how important it is that we be in good relationship, good, good relationship. Now, I mentioned earlier that the relationships outside our work world can certainly impact our business. Now, I don't know about you, but I know throughout the years when I have been in relationships that are strained, uh, whether it be with my family, whether it be with friends, um, with my children, my significant partner, whoever that would be, um, I know that it certainly has impacted business, and it can. I know, I know definitely it impacts my spirit when I'm not in good relationship out there. And what I've learned to do, and, and uh, I do today, and, and, I'm, and this is an area I really invite you to take a look at, and that is, in your personal life, are you are you tending to the relationships that need to be tended to? How are you doing with those? How are they feeling? You know, and, and, um, and I hate to keep putting this out there, but I, and I'll and I'll reframe it here in a little bit. And that is that relationships take work. They take work. Now, I used to think they used to take a hell of a lot of work. And I was married once before, and. Um, uh, let's just say that, that um, uh, the reason I got into it was probably not the, the best reasons. I wasn't fully aware of it but, um, um, at the time. But it turned out it wasn't all about love and, and it wasn't, um, this wasn't the, the absolute person for me. And, and there was a little bit of settling that went on. And I'm going to talk about that here shortly too. But I know that uh, in that I wanted to be um, the, the best husband. I wanted to be the good husband. I wanted to be what, you know, was was considered the good husband out there. And I remember working my ass off trying to be that. And it seemed like the harder I worked at it, the more I failed at it. And, you know, trying to be the romantic, trying to be the considerate, trying to be all these things that, you know, a good partner, a good partner in life supposed to do if you really care about the other person. And I failed at it. I failed, I failed, I failed. And what I what I decided out of that was 
Well, first of all, after I finally figured out I had no business being there and that I had settled in life and that we were trying to keep something miserable going on that had no business going on, because we all got together for the wrong reasons, the wrong intentions. Um, beyond that, which uh, that's a big deal, right? Um, but the other thing was that I, I had I had made the decision that everything that I was trying to be, I was just not capable of doing. Just not capable of doing. I was not capable of remembering dates that were important and and doing all the wonderful things to acknowledge a person on an anniversary or a birthday or a Mother's Day or or whatever that was. That are the things that we're supposed to be do. Uh, for you women out there, you know the the making sure that um, you know remembering if it's if it's your man you're in relationship with, um, or your partner. We'll make sure we get everybody included here. Uh, that you're remembering the you know the birthdays and and the the times to celebrate and the first time this and first time that and things that are important for your partner. And I remember just thinking it's I'm just not wired that way. I'm not wired that way because I obviously wasn't important enough to me to remember it, to be able to do it, and I just and I just didn't do it. Well, it wasn't until years later and and you know finally getting honest and, and making some difficult decisions and, and um, ultimately being where I am in life today. And what I realized is that the reason I didn't have all that in me is because I wasn't with the person I wanted to do that for, or do it with. And and so where I'm coming to here is how important it is that we we truly do not settle in our life with our relationship, that we're never really going to find out what we're all about in relationships unless we're with the person that we choose to do all that stuff for. Now, I know it's easy for me to sit here and, and you know, uh, invite you to take a look at, you know, your life and go, you know, are you settling? Are you settling with your relationship, your significant relationship? I'm not talking about family and friends and, and those that are kind of built in um, that are, that we still need to, to give attention to. But the point is, it's not so much work if we're with the right people. It's not so much work if we're with the people that we want to be with. It's not so much work if we are with the people that truly care about us and that, and that, and that do feed our spirits and that do inspire us and do move us to do great, grand things. I know for me in my business today, I'm aware of that, and I'm very conscious of this daily, very conscious of this daily. And that is that my relationships feed me. My relationships fuel me. My relationships make me want to want to do more, be more, create more. I am inspired by the people that I'm in relationship with. And it starts with Linda uh, being number one. And without her and without her support, without her love, without her without her looking at me and knowing that I'm I'm doing all the great things that I'm doing in the world, there'd be something missing for me. And the other point, um, so, so that's got to be in right order. And, and gang, if you are in relationship, if you are with a woman, with a man that is supposed to be your significant partner in life, and, and it's not working for you, you're not getting fed by that relationship, and there has to be a reciprocating part, but I'm, I'm talking right now about the part you're getting from that. If that's not happening for you, you need to ask some serious questions for yourself about, about whether or not you want to continue on with it and whether it's worth continuing on. Now, I'm not sitting here saying or standing here saying that 
What you need to do is get rid of it and get the hell out of it. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying, though, is to start asking the question about why the hell you're even in the relationship. What it is doing for you if it's not feeding you. If it's not feeding you, is it something that's eating away at you? It's got to be something that's a, that's a feel good to the spirit and a feel good to the person. And that's, that's one of the ways that we get juiced in life, one of the ways that we do go out there and we live full on, we do, we do big things. We can't do that if we're in a relationship where we feel like we're losing a part of ourselves every day. Now, you know the truth out there. You know whether or not you are happy in your relationship. You know whether or not it is feeding you or it is taking away from you. You know that. And maybe that's something that you've struggled with for some time, you've been dealing with for some time, and maybe it's time to take a good hard look at, at doing something different with that. And that means with all of our relationships. You know, I, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard from a lot of the mo great motivators out there that it's important that our circles of influence, the circles that do definitely inspire and motivate us rather than ripping us down and taking us down. Now, I know that we say we can't choose family and we can't choose some of those people in our life. There's some truth to that, but there's, there's nothing out there that says that we cannot decide who it is we spend our time with and who it is we allow into our intimate lives and allow to have influence on our lives. I would invite you also to take a look at all your relationships out there, be it family and friends and, you know what, even your children. If, if those relationships are are not supporting you, if they're not loving you, if they're not feeding you, um, if they're actually hurting you, then it's important you take a good hard look at where you're spending your time and, and who you're allowing you know, in your life. Um, I've got one person very close to me um, who one of her children, um, an adult son, who, who um, gives her help. Uh, makes her life very, very difficult. And I know sometimes as parents we can get into this place of feeling that we're obligated to make sure to do whatever we possibly can for our kids. And to a degree that's important to do, um, especially when they're younger. Um, but even when they're younger, you know, my, my youngest one, 10 years old right now, if he were to give me any kind of grief like I was showing about my friend, um, you know, that had to set some boundaries with him. Now, at 10 years old, I'm, I'm supposed to be the teacher and I'm supposed to like, you know, hang in there, which I do. That's part of the deal. But there's a point when uh, later on when our children do become adults when we may have to make some decisions to, to create some separation in there if they're not respecting the relationship and not respecting me and, and actually, um, you know, causing me harm. So um, as you're thinking about relationships, take a look at, all the relationships you have in your life, the friendships that you have, are they feeding or taking away? I remember having a, a friendship with a man who, who made it painful, and I do mean painful, to be in a relationship with him because I was constantly not meeting the expectations that he had of what friendship looked like. Now, if anyone uh, uh, knows me and has, has been friends with me, you know that you're not going to get a phone call from me on a very regular basis. And I will do the best I can to stay in touch, but it's, it's not going to be a regular thing. And it doesn't mean that I do not care about the relationship. I have a very, very different way of staying in connection. And, and for me, 
I also know with my friendships that um, I'm okay if some time goes by, I, and I really am, and I don't hold judgment, and I allow for time to go by, and then out of the blue, I may have someone come in and, and say, hey, Rob, how the heck are you today? And rather than, like my friend used to do with me, rather than going, where the hell have you been? How come I haven't heard from you? I respond with, you know, it is damn good to hear from you. It's nice to hear your voice or to get your note, whatever that is. So though he was a friendship for me that was, was very painful to stay in because I was always failing that. And he was always reminding me of how I was failing the relationship. And that was something that I had to finally start setting some boundaries with and creating some distance and some time around because it didn't feel good any longer. And those are the kind of things that are the kind of relationships that can eat away at all of us, whether it be from family, friends, again, our children, and most importantly, our significant others in our life. So the invitation this week, as you're living your life large and leading your life large, and that is to, to really examine your relationships. Examine the relationships that are the most important to you and to, to, to really ask yourself, what are you getting out of this? And to ask also, so importantly, and this goes with anything in your life, but we're just talking about relationships today, and that is, are you settling? Are you, are you going along with what feels like good enough? Are you going along with, with um, you know, this is, this is the bed that I made and now I'm going to sleep in it? Is that what you're doing? You know, I did for a lot of years. And, it's, again, it's one thing to, to uh, talk about something. It's another thing to actually do it. For a lot of years, I did live settling. I believed that this is what life was supposed to bring and that it was um, and it, way beyond just compromise, but actually having to give up a huge part of who I was in order to be in relationship, in order to continue this thing on. And I think that's the biggest question that we all need to ask ourselves, and, and that is, are, are we able to be our, our full selves with this person? When I am my full self, do I get this person's blessing to go out there and be nutty, to take risks, to, to be unreasonable, to live my dream, to, to live my passion? Or is this person actually inhibiting? Is this person, and, and by the way, we're not going to blame it on the person. We're, we're going to take full responsibility. Am I allowing this person to rob me of my dreams, rob me of who I am, rob me of my passion, rob me of living my life full on? Am I allowing that to happen? If for any of you listening to this, if the answer is even a slight yes, you need to really, really take a serious look at that and look to make some changes. Now, again, I want to I caution you. I'm not saying just leave. I'm not saying get out. I am saying have some conversation. And maybe it's going to be some difficult conversations. Maybe you need to get a third party in there that can help guide you through those conversations. Nonetheless, it's a conversation that must happen. And this is with any relationships, and we're going we're gonna to kind of tie this thing up here. Any relationships in your life, whether it be at work, in business, whether it be with a family in your personal life, if there is a tension, if there is a, a pain going on in any of those relationships, it must get addressed, and you're the one that needs to do it. Is it fearful to do sometimes? Yes, it is, because we don't know how the thing's going to turn out. We don't know how others are going to respond. The reality is, in order for you to be able to 
live your life full on, and be in good relationship whenever there is tension, strain in any of those relationships, you're going to have to address them. And it's um, it's time for you to be the one. If you're the one that's going to step up and, and you're really interested in living your life big, you got to get in there and start start going in and doing the necessary work in those relationships. So we talked about relationships. And so this week, uh, as always, what I invite you to do is to get unreasonable. Get unreasonable with your own life. Get unreasonable with your expectations. Get unreasonable even and I'm not suggesting that you hold them to certain um, expectations, but you let them know what what yours is. And when I say unreasonable, I mean it, it's okay to want something more than, than what you've been settling with, especially when it comes to relationships, especially. So I'm thrilled that you've been a part of this morning and, and allowed me to be a part of kicking off your day. For those of you early risers that, that um, were actually able to get up and, and Hooray for you. Uh, for those of you listening to this later on, whenever you happen to tune in and download it, um, let me remind you, tomorrow is not promised. And regardless of your spiritual belief system, this is the one life we've got, and this is the only one we've got to live big for now. So the invitation is to live your life full on, lead your life large, pay attention to relationships this week, don't settle, look to see where you are settling, and, and make some decisions to, to live your relationships full on. For today, maybe what you need to do today is just let others know how damn important they are in your life. If you've got people that are feeding you, that are supporting you, that are behind you as you're living your big, bold dreams out there, make sure to let them know how much you appreciate them today. Have a great week. Thank you for joining in. Please live your life large. Take care. Bye-bye. Talk to you next week.